Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world-famous juggler Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? doing all right i uh played the new aew video game and yeah. uh it's 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 been decent uh but okay. as as we've talked outside yeah. of the show sorry to go into this story here sure uh but but uh as we we kind of talked outside of this the customizations in the game are very <laughs> very very limited as a matter of fact it's the first time in a video game since i can remember that for the audio commentary, it didn't have my first name, which I know Greg is kind of <laughs> welcome you know. to the freaking club. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, no, believe me, I know. Yeah, I bet. I bet you get half you know. these Japanese names on there, but you can't get Greg. What the heck? I know, right? So I had to figure out a new one, and I was like, "What am I gonna do here?" So I stumbled upon the first and last name of Dick Potato. And <laughs> I probably laughed for a good 20 minutes every time I heard Dick Potato, <laughs> and in which Google it, it's uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll get some interesting results, but yeah, yeah, had a good time with that. Well, all right, it's all about enjoying yourself, so that's fantastic. Also, with us, ladies and gentlemen, flesh wound producer Todd. How you doing, Todd? I'm chilling. Did you happen to catch the sneak preview of Gran Turismo over the weekend? One of the many 12? <laughs> yeah, <did>. right? <laughs> I, I did not. Okay. For those unaware, by the time this episode airs, this will be, Gran Turismo would have aired. Or I, been released I, by this I time. don't even know. They, they've already pushed it once. <laughs> True. I mean, we talk about video games with Greg, and that's a, I mean... Not necessarily a video game movie, but kind of a video game movie. So, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this week, that's enough stupidity. But it isn't stupidity we're talking about. It's dumb idity, or you might just call it dumb and dumber. Released on December 16th, 1994. Todd, do you have a trailer available? I do. You could ask me to roll it? Oh, God, jeez. Look, we just... <laughs> You know, I think moving forward, I'm just... What are we going to do? I got an idea. Available. Go! Faster! Dumb. A person lacking mental power. What's her last name? I'll look it up. Starts with an S. Slappy. No. Swap. Swap it. Nah. Maybe it's on the briefcase. Look on the... Oh, yeah! It's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. (laughs) Idiot. An adult (laughs) mentally inferior to a child of three. Skis, huh? That's right. The years? Uh-huh. Both of them? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound <laughs> in the world? <laughs> if they each had half a brain... They'd still only have half a brain. Oh, look, Frost. 
Jim Carrey. Open flame! Sir, you, you can't go in there. It's okay. I'm a limo driver. Woo! <laughs> 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 Jeff Daniels. Oh, jeez, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. For these guys, every day is a no-brainer. That was the trailer for Dumb and Dumber, released on December 16th, 1994. The version that we will be discussing tonight will be the unrated version, which has a runtime of an hour and 53 minutes, while the PG-13 theatrical release only had a runtime of an hour 47. It's only a six minute difference there. I'd seen this movie enough times to spot where the uh, additional six minutes came from, which is kind of funny. But back to these initial thought, initial thoughts. It was a massive uh, release when this came out. Again, I'm sorry, just to continue off, directed by Bobby and Peter Farrelly, written by the Farrelly brothers and Bennett Yellen, starring Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels. Back to the initial thoughts. It was a pretty big deal when this movie came out. Uh, even even my mom liked this movie. And it's hard. Like, she hates, like, stupid movies. But she liked, she loves this one. I think primarily just because uh, Jim Carrey and Robin Williams were the two kind of actors or who that could, that could be comedy. But because they play it so true and so real and so seriously that you actually buy them and you don't just see somebody playing a character you're willing to get on board and lose yourself in it. But yeah, uh, huge deal when this came out, Greg. Yeah, this is one that, I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen this. I don't know how many times I've caught it on TV and just had to finish it. You know, um, I don't know how many times I've seen this in a Disney break room. Um, but uh, yeah, this, this movie has been, repeatedly watched always fantastic has i i found out uh it was the first time my wife's seen it from beginning to end she's caught it on tv in bits and pieces um so it was fun to go through it and like she even made a comment of how many like classic lines and moments that this movie has that that got repeated over and over and over again you know so um yeah this this one's always been in the mount rushmore of of comedy films uh and and it was it was really good to go back i hear you 100 percent. todd uh-oh 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 <laughs> when there's a pause with todd you know it's not gonna be good um yeah i remember this being a big deal when it came out jim carrey was like at his peak um loved it funny movie this time I had a hard time the first half. Hmm. I kind of uh, self-medicated and took care of the problem for the second half. But some of the humor, it just wasn't hitting for me at at, at the first half. It, it was a little too dumb for me this time. The... Well, it's hard kind of when you know the punchline, you yeah. know, but that's always a difficult it, You know, it, it was just frustrating me because, you know, I have a certain co-host would, that would make the perfect third for these two. So I just wanted to strangle, strangle both of them. 
<laughs> well, I can tell you that the host you're referring to would never say broth when referring or trying to say the word both. So there's that. But anyhow, I kind of can uh, relate the first 15 minutes for me after the opening credits. Uh, yeah, you know, the punchlines and they're the type of jokes where they can get tiresome. But mm -hmm. I think that was intended to be front loaded because everything else afterward is fantastic you you it's one of those where i mean so often where you have a comedy where everything's front loaded in the first like 30 45 minutes and then everything just kind of you know finishes telling the story mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. had kind of a story that allowed hilarity to ensue and and get to a peak rather than start at a high point and then go and then slope downward and calm down towards the end. And I mean, everything leading up to the bedroom scene, that's hilarious, right? Especially, you know, you're an hour and 15 minutes in the movie when you're hearing, so you're telling me there's a chance, which <laughs> never gets old. I, yeah. Every time you see him deliver it, other people saying it, maybe, but with him delivering it in that way, like, it never gets old. Going on to these favorite moments, of course, there's so much to choose from. But what I was trying to look for was potentially new moments or moments that weren't really automatic or that I didn't know off the top of my head, like, or, or even heard these something lines. You, when... Something that just stuck out for you this time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I wanted to specifically point out two things that happened at the truck stop first they were looking through the jukebox and then you hear one of them say oh they got the monkeys they were a huge inspiration for the beatles <laughs> <laughs> and then i noticed one of the truckers hats oh, had a I... lot of writing on them right yes and that's I my first it. note <laughs> oh okay then i'll let you take that then no, 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 i got two other okay things. all right great uh i paused it just to read what the hat said and it said happiness is seeing your mother-in-law's picture on a milk carton <laughs> i have a different hat but... yeah oh. i was i think i know what hat you're talking about <laughs> I, sure but that was a lot easier to catch because you'd seen his character multiple times and it was three lines but i'm talking about the guy who was sitting across from him in that scene when they go over to apologize for what had happened and offer mm. them a round of beers uh it was the individual who's closer to the camera who has the hat that's saying happiness is seeing your mother-in-law's picture mm -hmm. on a milk carton which cracked me up when i paused and and read that greg you got a favorite moment you want or one of a favorite moment you want to discuss i think uh, I'll, I'll do one that like like you said popped out a little different because we all know the mockingbird so <laughs> and we all, i always stopped at the beginning of that joke but i forgot when they picked up a few extra people <laughs> <laughs> it was mock c <laughs> i died oh that was so good i forgot about that moment todd tell her i'm rich i'm good looking I have a rapist wit. <laughs> right. Yes. You knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I have another one too, but I think we probably all have it, but I did have the mockingbird 
scene there. It was, it was, that was combined with, for some reason, as I was watching this, when they started playing tag in the car, the dude in between mm. them, I lost mm. it when they, when they did their, <laughs> like, no triple stamp or you can't triple stamp, but he does the, I, you know, the la la la. You guys know. Since but I experienced into the, let's put on the radio or whatever. I'm sorry, what? I was going to say, since I've experienced Dan and Luigi at the same time, this movie's hard. It's kind of traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before I'll kick it to you guys, if you want to throw in a, a second favorite moment, but this was one that I had not caught before when Lauren Holly and Jeff Daniels were on the ski lift and something's bothering her. And, oh, it's family problems. I don't want to bore you. His response is, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> that was my other one. <laughs> All right. Well, Greg. The, just the delivery. Like, just yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of the great moments is at the end when they're leaving and a bus Still makes me up. mad. <laughs> you know, and you think, okay, they're going to have this moment finally, and they're going to catch on. No, 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 no. And then it repeats the joke again and takes it another way. And I was like, you know, way to never give them anything. <laughs> <laughs> or, sorry, uh, then there's also a current affair. I have to throw that one in there because that was fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now, when it gets to the unrated scenes, not really a whole lot of, I think, major things that were really different. I, I'd probably still go with the rated version if I had to choose because mm -hmm. there were some scenes that dragged on just a tad long, but nothing that really impacted the overall rating of the movie by any means. Right. But there was just some, especially there were some jokes that didn't age well. Uh, I although, think... Sorry? I was gonna say I figured it wasn't the first time watch. It was appropriate for the unrated one. I, I knew none of us were first timers to this. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing this one time, this particular version one time before, but I've seen the uh, the rated version tons and tons of times. Uh, one of the ones I had recorded on VHS and seen over and over again. <clears throat> so I'd probably still roll with the. PG-13 version or the rated version if I had a chance. Things to, tend to move a little bit quicker. And I guess you could say it's a little bit cleaner. Not, And I don't mean like cleaner tighter. as in tighter. Yes, exactly. Right. But still, this version or or the rated version still gets a five just because it you have the characters that play these, these guys so well, so true that when they're serious about being stupid and idiotic and dumb, it it just makes it so much better. And any a very short list of people, if any, in these roles would not have worked at all. And would we wouldn't be we'd be talking about it two years from now instead of right, right. now, probably. Right. Which is why so, no one talks about the the prequel. There you go. <laughs> And they Except barely for... talk about the re or the sequel. <laughs> correct, correct. But in terms of this one, it's it, it's no shock that I thought it was going to be a five going in, and it's validified. Validated. Now I'm getting dumb. I don't need. Three I validated. I validified the rating that I thought I was going to give it, and do agree with it. So it is going to be a five from me, Greg. 
Um, yeah, no, uh, like you were talking about the, the, everyone in it was fantastic. Even supporting roles were fantastic. The villains were great. Um, even the guy standing outside the phone booth getting annoyed was committed to his part. Like there were so many great moments and, uh, performers in this film that I have to give it an E. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Todd? Three and a half. <clears throat> oh. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm telling you, the first half, it just didn't work for me this time. The first half? Yeah. Like, I, I understood, like, the first, like, 10, 15 minutes, but... No, but, yeah. no, it, like, it didn't get me till we got to the party, is when I really... When he was wearing a very spiffy suit, very similar to someone one of our, <laughs> our hosts um, Yeah, no, this... And I don't know if it was just that day or what, but, yeah, it wasn't working for me. I think you might be in a bad mood, or you might have been in a bad mood. It it was too dumb for me. Mm. Mm. Okay, I'm telling I you, it's, it. it's 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 it's. I'm getting flashbacks. It, it's and on that day, his beard got a little bit grayer. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, right, well. I don't hate it. It's just not one I'm gonna watch on my own for a long time. I hear you. I understand. Well, if you are interested in watching this film, it is available to stream on Max as of August 13th. So you can check that out. And of course, you can check out the Blu-ray available wherever you can purchase or would like to purchase Blu-ray. And of course, available digitally wherever you get those fancy files. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you guys have anything else before we head out for the evening? No. Oh, should we do the sequel? <laughs> <laughs> and the prequel. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm going to get killed on the freeway uh, within the next 10 years. So if I'm still alive, let's go for it. Oh, just because our alarms for 10 years from now. <laughs> you know, you say that now, but then a decade's going to come around for me like, well, looks like we got to review the sequel. So well, don't worry. stay tuned for uh, the Flesh Wound Farce in 2033. For Dumb and Dumber 2. But at least you got Meatball Street to look forward to next year. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Now, before we head out for the evening, just a couple of quick notes. That if you are in the area of Orange County, California, and would like to check out Trivia with me, you can check that out at Mondays, at Mondays, on Mondays, at the Rush Barn Grill in Lake Forest, beginning at 6.30. Tuesdays at the Brewery in Placentia, beginning at 7 o'clock. Wednesdays at Griffin's Grill in Los Alamitos beginning at 7.30 and Thursdays at the Honey Pond Meadery in Anaheim beginning at 7.30. Of course, every song you hear has something to do with the answer and you could win up to $25 of my own money to figure out why it's like the final song for the final question. And it is my own money, so don't expect it to be easy. <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping you guys would not say uh, don't expect it to be easy or don't expect it to make sense. That was a uh, easy in but uh you know you can't say that because you know why because it does make sense at the end mm. thank you very much <laughs> ladies and gentlemen my name is Ozzy V that is world famous juggler Greg Larson and Flesh Wound producer Todd see you next week right here on Flesh Wound Farce <laughs>